This is Bentley Manning. And this is Kellen Day. This is an experiment to see what happens when church gets canceled. And we find new ways to connect. This is... This is... This is... Empty Pews. This is Bentley Manning to you, coming to you on a really, really rainy Wednesday. And this is Kellen Day. Um, I'm not sure there are other types of Wednesdays in Highlands. (laughs) Kellen, you've been away on vacation. I have, yes. And I think I'll speak for everyone when I say we're all really delighted and happy that you're back. Thanks, Bentley. It's good to be back. It was also good to be away. It was good to have some time to rest. Kai and I went to Michigan for two weeks to see some family, to hang out on the beloved lake shores of Lake Michigan. Um, and yeah, it was really delightful. Tried to be as safe as possible with all the COVID stuff, but we're feeling fine, feeling good. Yeah. And I'm feeling, yeah, just like rejuvenated. When was the last time you were at home? The last time we were at home was over Christmas break. Well, after Christmas, so like New Year's. Um, But I had the flu because someone gave me the flu. A certain rector of a certain church in Highlands gave me the flu. And so it was not a very good vacation. I just like laid in various beds as... Yeah, but that was a long time ago. What we're talking about now is your trip to (laughs) Michigan just recently. So you went. So it's been a while since you've been home. It's been a while. Had been yeah, like eight months since I had seen family, which is the longest I've ever gone without seeing my parents or any of my siblings who were the first people that you were able to see once you got up there Mm, my parents we went to my parents house first and then my sister and brother-in-law and two-year-old niece came over so and you said that your niece has grown up quite a bit since you've seen her last she's huge I mean like comparatively huge to the last time I saw her but also just like a large two-year-old very tall and um looks older than two which is crazy all right so here you know maybe I didn't I feel like I'm decently well traveled like I've kind of seen different parts of the world uh, which might surprise you Kellen that I just didn't stay in (laughs) Tennessee uh, catching catfish all day but we've I've seen some places but when you sent me the picture of the lake which lake was it Lake Michigan you were on Lake Michigan okay and I, I this is gonna this is maybe a confession it it was stunning. Yeah, it's really beautiful. I've been trying to tell you this ever since I came here. I've, I've been like, Michigan is so beautiful. And you have just scoffed at me the entire time. You're when like, I, it's yeah. not the ocean. Well, this is what I'm saying is maybe I don't get out enough. And the 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 lake was beautiful. And it looked like, at least the picture you took, and you said there was no filter on the photograph. It looked like... <laughs> the Gulf of Mexico. And then you added, yes, but without salt. So it's even better. So it's even better. It's fresh water. 
often has that like very turquoise um, color to it, especially along the northern shores of Lake Michigan, which is partly where we were. So now, yeah. unlike the Gulf of Mexico, however, that place will get frigid at some point. It will eventually be very cold. Yeah, so that is a difference. It's a difference. Yeah. Yeah, I hadn't been to Michigan in the summer for like a couple of years, and I just had forgotten how warm and lovely that place can be. And in this respect, it's a bit like Highlands, I would guess, that like in, in these summer months, it's probably exactly where you want to be. Yeah, it's like the best place to be in the summer. It's yeah. exactly like Highlands. Yeah. It's good to be back, though. I want to go home. What have you been up to, Bentley? Well, apart from sitting in my office thinking about how much everyone here missed you. Yeah, whatever. No, I mean, so uh, we've been, you know, things have been moving along, Kellen. Um, there's been a lot. Tell your joke, Bentley. You always love to tell this joke. What's the joke? Whenever I, I ask, like, how things are when I'm away on vacation oh. or when I'm about to leave to go somewhere. Yeah, I don't know if it's a joke. You are. It's a joke. Just I tell just, it. I oftentimes, and I think you all will agree, uh, the people of Incarnation will agree, that you should have seen this place <laughs> before Kellen got here. It was a wreck. And then when He's Kellen. being ridiculous. And then when Kellen showed up, it's like everything kind of. I'm always very, like, you know, with great concern, like, making sure, you know, he's not going to have too much on his plate, asking, like, oh, it's, it's going to be okay, like, you know, do you need me to do anything before I go, et cetera, et cetera. I'm always asking and, like, trying to be generous and helpful, and you always respond, you know, sarcastically saying, this place was a wreck before you got here. All right, so maybe there's a hint of sarcasm. This place was not a wreck. Uh, this place was in God's hands, and so it was... Um, it was, it was taken care of before you got here. But this is true. Um, the life and health and vitality of this place has increased in ways that are difficult to explain oh, over a podcast boy. since your arrival. And so we're all glad you're here. That's we're glad that save. you're back from that's the vacation. Nice. <laughs> um, that's it. So your, how were your weeks? My, the weeks were good. So you I want to um, give us some highlights. Sure. Uh, we had a vestry meeting uh, this past week or two weeks ago. I'm not great with dates. It was a wonderful vestry meeting. It was a full vestry meeting. We accomplished a lot of business related to the workings of the church. We talked about the importance of keeping our focus uh, on outreach while being focused on other things. Um, and it was a it was a wonderful vestry meeting. Great. I'm sorry I missed it. Yeah. The the other things that are plugging along are we're moving forward with the building project. There's a lot of paperwork involved with all of this. And so we got some of that lined up and sent off to people that need to be signing documents, et cetera. So that was, that was what was going on. I also preached two Sundays in a row. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot what that was like. You hadn't done that in a while. I have not done that in a while. Um, but I know that everyone, myself included, will be really delighted to have you preach this coming Sunday. 
Cool. So we're glad you're back, Kellen. Thanks for asking about my week's uh, uneventful but but pr- productive. You did um, text me a picture of a flat tire. Do you want to tell folks about that? Oh, yeah, sure. So after the vestry meeting, I needed to kind of have a little bit of space uh, just because I always, you know, those are full days getting ready for them. It's a lot of concentration because the meetings are on Zoom now. So after the meeting, it was a beautiful day. It wasn't raining. It was beautiful. And I jumped in my car to go kayaking, and I was on a dirt road, and I was moving maybe a little bit too fast, and I hit a pothole. I didn't see it. Um, and I, it was a significant pothole, and I got a flat. There's a detail to the story that you're not sharing with everyone. Th- that tire that went flat had been low for a month not a month Bentley two be months be honest two it has months? been low for like eight months for most of the time I've been here that tire pressure has been low in that tire yeah uh, maybe I should ask for some tires for Christmas <laughs> or Christmas is a long way away <laughs> I'm really glad that you're gonna get that tire fixed that has been stressing me out for a long time and I'm really sorry it ended up in a flat but I think anyone could have seen that coming yeah. Um, well, Empty Pews is now turning into car talk. How You've got a new car. <laughs> we do. We got a new car uh, last month, a 2011 Ford Escape. It's great. We are now a two-car family, which we haven't been in a long time. And so I can go to the garden whenever I want and go wherever whenever I want, which is kind of a novelty for me. So yeah. feeling feeling excited about that. Just watch your carbon footprint. We can drive all, drive all, drive all night. We can drive all, drive all, drive all night. All right, so it's not as if there was nothing going on this past couple of weeks. There was a lot going on. Our girls got back to school. That's right. Which was really, I mean, they're over the moon to be back we've got our fingers crossed that they'll be uh, back in school in two weeks and not returned home because of covid yeah but so far so good uh they're they're pretty excited about all of that um and we are too glad your girls are back in school bentley yeah i'm really glad is there anything else you want to share yeah i totally almost forgot to tell you this i don't know if i've told you this story so on the first day of going back to school we're walking out on the driveway. Mm-hmm. It's early in the morning, and the trash can is at the end of the street. You can you can tell where this is headed. <laughs> it was full and overflowing. So th- while we have a bear-proof trash can, it was not bear-proof. It was the not lid wasn't bear-proof. Right? It was like a buffet. It was just <laughs> wide open. Okay, uh, we walk out on the driveway, and Kate, our little dog, very little dog, very little dog starts barking and running to the end of the driveway. At the end of the driveway is a black bear that, you know, I see, I've seen a lot of bears. I would say seven out of 10, 10 being, you know, a giant. This was a seven. It was Mm -hmm. a big bear. Pretty big. Pretty big bear. Kate is at the end of the driveway. Oh no. The girls, my daughters are next to me. Yelling. Yelling. Leslie's on the porch yelling. And Kate continues to barrel down the driveway towards this bear (laughs) and is literally, Kellen, a foot away from the bear, barking at the bear. 
Oh my gosh. And I'll be honest, the whole time I'm thinking, this is a confession. I'm not so much worried about the dog, but I am worried about the girls seeing what might happen to the dog. So I yell at Mary Bentley and Alice and tell them to get into the car, into the house. And Leslie's screaming. We get a we get a air horn. Mm-hmm. And I'm in loafers because I'm going to work. And I'm walking down this driveway trying to help this dog out, hitting the horn. And the bear doesn't move. At one point, the bear lunges towards Kate. Oh, my the gosh. The dog doesn't, doesn't touch her. And then Leslie screams at the top of her lungs, Kate's name, and Kate turns around and runs away. But, Kellen, there was a moment where I thought Kate was going to be a little appetizer for the bear. That's a very close call. I've heard some close calls before with Kate, but that's the closest. She was down there barking at this bear for, like, all of 20 seconds. She's crazy. She's, what, like, eight pounds? <laughs> totally crazy. She's like the littlest creature. Then I just got in the car and just drove down the driveway at the bear and honked the horn. Did it move? Very slowly. Very slowly. <laughs> anyway, oh that, that was exciting. That's a very exciting first day of school for anyone. I think so. All right, as we said earlier, Kellen is preaching on Sunday, and the reading, the gospel reading for Sunday comes from the 16th chapter of Matthew, where Jesus begins to show his disciples uh, Jerusalem and tell them about the great sufferings that he must endure, uh, what his future holds. And then Peter says, God forbid it. Uh, This must never, ever happen to you. And then Jesus turns to Peter and he says, Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block for me. You are setting your mind not on divine things, but human things. And then Jesus goes on to tell his disciples that they want to follow him. They must deny themselves and pick up their cross. And whoever wants to save their life must lose it. And those who lose their life for his sake will find it. So my thoughts are still, you know, percolating about this passage. Um, But... I do want to maybe draw our attention to the larger framework, at least the larger character development of Peter, Um, right? Because last week, Bentley, there was, you know, a different kind of story or slant on who Peter is, right? Right. Um, I don't know if it's a different story, but it's certainly part of the story that just last week we heard Peter declare that Jesus was the Messiah, the Son of God. Right. Like, also that text says, you know, that Peter's going to be the rock on which the church is built, right? Exactly. And so you have that juxtaposed with this week's text, where Jesus is saying to Peter, get behind me, Satan. Um, And so that's something I'm thinking about, I guess. I'm not exactly sure what to make of it yet. Yeah, it's Um, another, it's another part of scripture where I think we learn a whole lot about human nature and the nature of God at, at, in one moment. Um, Say more. Well, I think the first thing is, even though Peter is entrusted with the mission and keeping the church faithful uh, to confessing Jesus as the Messiah, uh, he is a human being. 
and is capable of getting things wrong. And in fact, I think what we learned this week is that the way in which Peter can get that wrong, which might be a lesson to each and every one of us, is the desire to create a God in our own image. And so Peter has very much an idea of what Jesus should be, what God should be like, and how God should work in the world. And it turns out that what he desires or what he thinks God should be like is maybe quite different than the picture we get in the person of Jesus. You want to preach this week? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, th- I think that's a that's, um, great interpretation of this text. And you see it other places throughout the New Testament, right? It's not just Peter who gets Jesus wrong, who expects something else from Jesus. You know, lots of people think he's going to come in power, military power, you know, in particular, and redeem Israel from Roman control, and he doesn't do that. So I think one of the things that this gospel reading asks us is to is it asks us to stop and think about the ways in which we have crafted a god in our own image as opposed to being made in the image of god how are we how have we made god in our image um and i i would i would say that before we just dismiss that question and assume that we haven't done that if peter is the rock (laughs) If Peter can get it wrong, then certainly each and every one of us can get it wrong. Um, so it's kind of a sobering, cautionary word uh, for us to think about that. So if we, if we think that our image of God is just perfect and tidy and exactly right, we might do well just to at least have a bit of humility to know that if Peter can get it wrong, uh, maybe we could get it wrong too. Here's a blessing by Jan Richardson called Blessing in the Shape of a Cross. Press this blessing into your palms, right, left, and you will see how it leaves its mark, how it imprints itself into your skin, how the lines of it meet and cross, as if signaling you to the treasure that has been in your grasp all along. Accept that these riches you will count, not by what you hold, but by what you release, by what you lose, by what falls from your open hands. Kellen, we're really, really, really glad you're back in Highlands, glad you had a wonderful vacation, and it was a delight to get back to the podcast with you today and to connect with uh, our listeners. Glad to be back. And um, just for the record, you know, I'm not exactly sure that Bentley gave me the flu in December, but I think it was him. Regardless, it was my fault because I didn't give a flu shot. So 
I think I'm definitely going to get a flu shot this year, and you all should too. I think everyone's getting a flu shot this year. And mark your calendars for September 13. We have our annual meeting via Zoom at 11.30 in the morning. We'll be sending out information for how to sign on to that in the weeks ahead. Uh, But in the meantime, please know that we love you. We miss you. God's peace.